1: This podcast is brought to you by Dragon Shield. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Make sure you go check out the affiliate link down below.
2: So we want to make a podcast about the ban cards in Commander, the ban list. The ban list. CDH ban list, why there shouldn't be one, casual, why if there should be a separate ones, if they're not cards we can play in Commander. Why some of the cards are on there. You well, know, can't certain, play with them. Certain types. But I feel like, I don't know if I really care that much about the ban list. Like, I, I, li- I like it. It's fine. The ban list. Thus' Oracle is too strong, but I don't really care. I like playing with powerful cards. That's, like, the, one of the main reasons why I play the format. That's and, exactly where I'm at, too. Like, I don't think that we should
1: really be making any changes to EDH. I right. think right now it's in a really healthy place, and there's cards that I think that you tend to see in higher power and, like, CEDH tab- tables that you don't always
2: see in other tables, too. Doctor- Side extortionist, Thassa's Oracle, Underworld breach. Those are like the strongest cards yeah. in CDH. I would never play them in casual Commander, just because I don't think they're even really that good in casual Commander. They're not as good because
1: your decks aren't tuned. And like, I still like to try to have like some sort of a theme. Right. Are we all squared away? By the way, yeah. How does our it's angle fine. Look? Yeah. It's okay. Fine. I- I just want to make sure, because before we—I want to make sure we're all set up, because I don't want to hit record, and then all of a sudden, you know, we haven't changed the lights to purple yet or anything. Right,
2: yeah. We're not actually—this isn't a podcast. We're just going to talk about the podcast.
1: No, right. We need to make sure that we're planned out for this podcast we're going to do. Yeah. So, I need to take a couple notes. Okay, so— the ban list, right? We don't, right. I don't, I don't want any changes to it. I don't want to any changes it. it. I mean,
2: those three cards that I mentioned Underworld Breach, Thassa's Oracle, yeah. Dockside and Distortions, those are the strongest cards. And agreed. I feel like if you ban a card based on power level to like fix CDH, those would be the cards you would go for. But that's not the goal of the ban list. The no. ban list's goal is not. Based on power level. And that's kind of why CEDH is fun because we're taking a format that's made for fun and playing it as powerfully as possible. Though it's meant to be broken. I I totally agree because I wouldn't want to play CEDH if we started
1: to ban a bunch of different cards that are quote unquote. Too powerful, right? Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're I supposed want. to be doing that. And if you just ban the best thing, there's going to be a new best thing right. that people are going to hate and ban. It's, so even it's though it's a never-ending cycle, or one to ban exactly, right? So it, it's this now. It's something else later. I'd rather have the main arch enemy be Thassa's Oracle so that we can all still play Thassa's Oracle right, and then yeah. just not have any changes. I don't think I would even take anything off the ban list either. <sighs>
2: Like, I think some yeah. stuff would be fun, but some I, that, there's some that I want to. Reoccurring nightmare, recurring that nightmare. That would be fun, that right? Card, yeah, nightmare, I definitely yeah. want to play that card, but I understand why it's on there, right? And that's that's
1: kind of where I'm at. And I don't, I don't typically like the thought experiments of like, oh, we should unban this because, like, well, if there's no serious conversation about it, I don't want to, you know, doesn't actually doesn't take up actually, a bunch of my time. I thinking could be about spending my time.
2: I could be spending my time thinking about the format the way that it is, thinking right? about the way that it. The way that somebody else thinks that it could be not as interesting. Exactly. I, I want to yeah. think about how it is. That's exactly know. how I am
1: too. So like a lot of these cards, like I think it'd be fun to play, but like I don't, I'm not like super longing to play right.
2: any of them. So if we did a podcast talking all about the ban list, the podcast would be over right now. The podcast would which be which over right now. Which is why I'm thinking we should add other things to the discussion of cards you could play in commander but so we don't play because we don't play
1: but like everything that you mentioned when we were talking earlier on the phone about this stuff do you that, you do like
2: this or like this
1: i do like this because i'm still 90s right i yeah. was born in the 90s so i do this not this not this okay, no yeah, okay. yeah. keep going some of the things you mentioned earlier, like we still can't play, so like there's still technically banned cards. Like Shahrazad is still a banned card, right? Yes. Um, and like the anti cards, like right. they're all still
2: banned. No matter what, even if we could play those, we wouldn't play those. Would you? You wouldn't play with anti? No, if you, not anti for real. Like you have to give your cards away. That feels so bad. It's I don't it's do that.
1: well, it would be kind of weird because in CEDH we tend to play a lot of proxies. So yeah. if you just gave <laughs> someone like a basic land with a piece nothing. of paper in front of it, yeah. like great, okay, that's something. But like I. If you bought yourself in
2: lion's eye diamond and that's your anti, that will feel really bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting because some of the anti cards do like they set the cards aside, right? Or do they put them back? I don't even know how anti works. You set them aside, they're so they removed like an, from an, your deck. Yeah. So, so if, if I reveal deck. like a Thassa's Oracle or something, it's it's anti. It's like separate. It's anti. I don't yeah. have my Thassa's Oracle anymore. Not, yeah. Not only is your main win condition gone, yeah. but now also you have to give away your Thassa's Oracle. That seems I don't know. That just doesn't seem worth it. appealing. Yeah, no, it it's no
1: wonder why they got rid of this mechanic. fully with it, like in the first couple of months that this game was out
2: right yeah it's not a great one it's dumb it's dumb not looking to see anti-return in in commander anyway but there's the other cards too like the the draft cards the, conspiracy the conspiracy cards. they don't even work cards. they don't work we don't have to talk about them they don't when work. we do return the podcast yeah i don't think we, we won't really talk, to talk about, about them. them again this because is all
1: like kind of thought experiment kind of cards that like well Even if we did have them, like they're not, there's commander draft. Have you done commander draft before?
2: No, I haven't done commander draft. Neither have I. What did I just say? I haven't done commander draft. Uh, no I haven't done Commander draft But that's like Completely different that Because seems exhausting. it's not like You can have like get, A ban list I get for draft so, I get so attached To a commander deck I wouldn't want to draft it And then you have to and play throw like throw it away immediately Draft right? like you play Three quick rounds And then you go You move on That's you- why
1: I have to Take a picture of all Of the draft decks That I like and do well with Because yeah. like I'm never Going to have them again right.
2: Especially now that They're all
1: just like In the internet They're just yeah. somewhere Out in the open In the world You can't even touch them again You can't No you can't access them again Maybe if you had 17
2: lands, you All right. could. Okay, so we're, we're well, let's get back on topic. We let's want to try talking on. about... Yeah, because we have to start recording this. Let's What's up? Um, yeah, my car won't start. Still won't start? No. Do you want to be in the podcast? Okay. We haven't started it yet.
0: This man should be in the podcast. He's so good. Jack's
1: a cute man. Jack, how do you feel about the band list?
0: Why are you me so much? Jack? Jill's just like down Hi. on the
2: all right, any, all right, have a good one. I hope you start the podcast. Me too. After, as soon, yeah, as, we too. Finish, as, soon I, as we wrap up this conversation about what it's about, I know. we'll start it. I got to eat. I'm, I'm right. hungry. Okay. <laughs> all right. W-
1: what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about what other things
2: we don't want to talk about on the podcast. Well, so Oh, all right. So we I feel like we've gotten through most of the things we don't want to talk about. I don't, think so, too. We don't want to yeah, talk about really. anti. We don't want to talk about manual dexterity cards. Not everyone can do that stuff. So oh, it's yeah. Fine. You I, know, I think that kind of stuff is. Chaos Orb. Is that the card?
1: Chaos Orb. Yeah. Fun card. What about, but like, yeah, I get it. What about like un-cards? How do you feel about like uncards? Like, should we talk about that?
2: Yeah, well, it's weird now because they have the not the silver borders gone. Now right? we just have the edcorn, So some of the uncards are good. Like Saw in half is like a real CDH card that I yeah, played in Corvult, right? and it's been awesome with the new Hordling Broodlord. What is the card? That's exactly correct. It's a, either a demon or it's a dragon. It's definitely a dragon. It's, it's it could be it could be a demon though. It could it's demonish. Yeah, it does de- what demonic dragon. Yeah, it does what rune-scar Demon does. So it's yeah. demon-ish. Um, but the line is really easy with uh saw in half. It's, you find the saw in half off of your first target, you saw in half your dragon. Uh, you can normally do this by tapping your dragon and probably like your Corvold and your Dockside Distortion, so it's like free, you make two dragons and with those two dragons you can find sacrifice and peer into the abyss tap the one dragon to cast a sacrifice make eight black mana cast peer into the abyss you can tap the second demon dragon it's a dragon tap the second one for another black to pay for the convoke so you can end up with two extra black mana floating after you cast appearance into the abyss I think it's a pretty good line. I like it. You can reanimate it. There's other cool things you can
1: do with it. I think it's really nice, too. And, like, we wouldn't have that in the format if it wasn't for these
2: uncards. So why not not play the other uncards? I guess the reason being, like, the other uncards are silly. They make you do things, and I don't want, like, other cards to make me, like tap my head and one of call, my call a friend or something. One
1: of my favorites is denim walk. Like a creature oh no. with denim
2: walk can't oh. be blocked by someone wearing
1: denim. That's kind of fun. So like people would have to, it's, it's, it's much funnier in the nineties than taking like a 2000. 23 look at it and we're like you can't just take off your pants <laughs> in the middle of anywhere right, right yes <laughs> like that's really funny but like but don't do that you can't do that <laughs> yeah don't take it too far yeah. yeah So like there's i i it's an interesting direction that they're going in with yeah. what they're doing with the acorn symbol i think it's just a very
2: confusing way the silver border was so easy it was it, so easy it's right? so easy to see and understand it's so obviously different. The acorn is easy to miss. I don't see the acorn sometimes. Go, Walk why the fuck is this card this. so? Uh, Walk me
1: through this. Why couldn't we have some silver border and some black border cards in the no, set? I guess
2: like a printing issue thing. They didn't want to pay for both. I, it seems like it's like a fixable thing. It seems so easy to me. It's It like seems just, so, it's so easy. easy right? Keep the silver border. I don't know why. I mean, I that's, get, it's got to be a printer issue. Yeah, it's got to be a printer I, it's issue. Just, it's just, we had such a clear and easy way. We don't have to rehash this in the podcast, though, because people have talked about this why silver borders should have much, right? Should We all know that. Silver border should have remained. What we should be talking about. Yeah. Talking about is should you be able to play these silver border cards in commander and i don't really like the word should i don't love them in cdh i think they're actually pretty bad in cdh too. most of them are because a lot of them deal with like randomness yeah. and rely on someone from outside of the game to affect something but for commander if you played an uncard in your commander deck i definitely wouldn't mind i don't know if i would ever go to look for an uncard because none of the effects are like things that i would want to really be doing i don't care about that but it would kind of be cool to have one like impact a casual game i feel like right i don't even it's never happened to me i don't know I've always wanted to play Ashnod's
1: coupon in Urza, though. What is that? That's a zero mana artifact. Oh, great. And you can sacrifice it to make a player go get you a drink. (laughs) But I would have to pay for the drink. Oh, okay. Unless it says that on the card? Yes, it's it's actually an errata on the card. That says that I have to pay for the
2: drink. Yeah, that's funny. I would. I don't know. To be honest, I haven't looked at him a ton. So when we do the podcast, I'll have to do some research. Yeah, right. I'll
1: tell you what. I'll pull up the Scryfall link yeah. with all of the uncards. And maybe we'll talk about a couple that other ones. That would be ones. like a great way.
2: Because normally podcasts, they have all the information in front of them. They know what to talk about. So we should do something like that. Well, as
1: you know, we've structured the podcast so it's a little bit more like on the fly, and it's not as scripted. I don't know why I'm telling you this.
2: You already know this, right? No, yeah, I do know this, which is another reason why this one isn't scripted at all. This one's very off the cuff.
1: That's a great joke. Remember that for the podcast. I think it would be cool to start seeing more uncards in a lot of these different spaces in Commander 2. Where does that leave, like, the specific cards that Wizards prints for the employees?
2: Yeah, like the gift cards. Yeah. Like they well, no, they don't give them a gift card. But they're like holiday cards. It's not cards. Like, so like, to ho- like,
1: oh, hey, you can go get $25 off at a TGI Friday. Yeah, it's like a
2: gift. Here's your bonus. Your bonus is this magic card.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought you meant like like a like a... Dave & Buster's power card kind of gift card. <laughs> That's
2: no, what I thought you, you meant. You can't like, use it, like it at what other your places. your grandmother gives you. No, you can't use the card for other places. See, it only to, works at the Dave & Buster's. I wanted to try it out at the TGI Fridays it at Fox Chase. It, it won't work at the TGI Fridays. It only works at the Dave & Buster's. Um, what other cards are there that we could play in Commander but don't? See, that's the thing. Like, I don't know how far this podcast could go. This one can't even be that we start, with, Yeah, right,
1: because there's really not a lot of cards that you can't play in Commander, which I think is the, the better way to go. Like, let's yeah. be clear. Like, I'd rather have a, a very small ban list with just, like, a couple of dumb cards that are on there. I think Black Lotus is fine to stay banned. <laughs>
2: sure, yeah. But like, I don't think we need that. Definitely.
1: But what would ancestral
2: recall do? Could we, we should, we could talk about the cards that are on the ban list one by one and see if they should remain banned or not.
1: Yeah. Okay. We can go Maybe through that would be
2: something we should talk about. We should at least go through some of that. Okay.
1: Um, what about like all the, the fast mana, the, okay. the moxen and stuff like that. It's
2: way too powerful. So I won't drink <laughs> when we record the podcast. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I agree with all those being banned. Number one, them being impossible to get and way too expensive. I think Time Twister should also be on the ban list just because it is uh one of the power nine. It's it's uh what's it? What's we just it? talked, we were just going to plan on talking about all the
1: cards that we don't want to ban because we shouldn't ban anything, and you're just gonna come right out with uh hey guys, we should <laughs> immediately ban Time Twister. Well, just
2: because it's so expensive, it feels like it's unfair that the card even exists in like an allowable, a playable format. It's just like it's too expensive because on the never reprinted Proxying again scene has become a lot more acceptable even in some
1: casual circles too yeah i, I don't know i feel like we i don't feel, i feel like the price tag of a card shouldn't necessarily keep it out of the format just because right yeah i agree but we don't
2: live in a perfect world
1: what's that threshold then
2: What's that threshold? I don't know. That's the issue. Because then
1: we're gonna start getting mana crypts banned, and we're gonna start getting mox diamonds banned, and like it's gonna start making the whole format kind of devolve into what we don't want, which right. is a watered down version of
2: what CEDH is. Yeah, that's true. I think it's probably makes a lot more sense that the card be unbanned, and you just proxy them when they're expensive. I Boy, think so. we so already too. doing it. Yeah, I, so you I can play so with so the powerful right? cards. I mean, in that way, should we just be playing no ban list commander then, so we can play those moxes? Because those moxes are fun. They were really fun you know, when yeah. we
1: played no ban on the channel. I had a fucking blast with yeah, that. Yeah,
2: that was great. The, the issue with those decks, I feel like, is they were they were a little bit too fast. All those games ended on turn two.
1: Mulligans
2: is the early game, and then your turn one is the late game. Yeah, so there would be a lot of games where players, you would you just wouldn't really do anything. And in CDH, that happens sometimes, but I feel like a lot less. Like, the most games, you're at least involved in the game a, a decent amount. So a lot of those yeah. no banless ones, they were done way too quick. That's the thing. And the, the
1: way that the current Mulligan rule is set up, like having a free Mulligan, Mulligan that gets you back to seven really puts an emphasis on needing these fast mana spells because it just helps you propel yourself so much farther into the game at a much
2: quicker rate than even in cedh yeah yeah definitely the card the the differences in power level between like a mox emerald and like a Lanowar elf are so huge that if you right. mulligan so aggressively to find that mox emerald it definitely pays off especially when you get the extra cards especially in commander when you have two extra cards sitting in your hand command zone to start the game with when you mulligan out to yeah. five you're really still at seven because you still have two partner commanders a lot of times that's also true too right, right? you have thrasios and timna right there yeah.
1: you're down with all the power nine staying banned then so like ancestral yeah. recall you don't want in the format
2: no i don't think so i mean it would be a f- another fun card to play i think it's just I, I, most of these all of these cards i think i'm going to say if i wanted to play them in cdh i would play them in no bandless commander i feel like that's the like we would just play no bandless commander instead yeah. and then maybe i could ask my cdh yeah. opponents like hey do you mind if i play this deck that has black lotus for fun maybe sometimes some people will say like yeah let's see what it does see what it is that's um, fair i mean even in cdh you're still playing spells, so it's not like the no bandless commander is always going to be able to be unstoppable right so i you don't can know still maybe play you packs and you
1: can right. still play all that kind of stuff um okay well what other cards do you want to talk about would you do anything with like Yawgmoth's Bargain? <sighs>
2: my opinion is going to be the same on all. of this. i, I, re- I be realized, the same, right like that's that that my opinion is going to be the same it's it's like, gonna like, be I don't the really same. care. Like for me the puzzle in my head is is the that the ban list. That's the ban list that's, is the yeah, puzzle. Right? So like thinking about how, taking them off the ban list like that's not part of the puzzle. That's, that's not part of the that's, puzzle. That's Again,
1: we were just saying how this right. is not what we
2: want the podcast to be. All right, let's we don't want the podcast it. to
1: be like a bunch of like <laughs> I don't want to talk
2: about why we don't want to remove anything from the ban list. Do we
1: want to talk about why
2: we don't have a separate ban list from the casual format yeah that would be so the biggest reason for me is why yeah why don't you just create a separate cdh ban list so that we don't from casual commander and cdh is separate and we can balance them separately because a lot of the issues that have with cdh is why are these cards allowed why are these certain powerful cards so allowed? the issue is that if you split up the ban list what's more often going to happen is that no one's going to go to that new cdh format and everyone's going to keep on playing commander and just play the strongest thing in commander so if you make a new list for cdh and say we're allowing these cards primeval titans allowed but we're taking away soul ring you're going to get less people that play that format and everyone else is just going to keep playing commander because that's what they know and that's what they like and that's what they want to play what's the the, in that point you just did like a lot of work for nothing right Cause if you're
1: not changing commander functionally, yeah. then there's no reason for anyone to go into a less powerful, less fun format. Right. If anything, we should be that means that you would want to ban more cards in Commander, but that doesn't fix the problem that is being addressed here. The real problem is like, well, we don't want people pub stomping casual tables with right. C E D H decks. Like, that's really why. I think this conversation comes up is because someone brings a – a precon to their local game store, and then someone else comes in and plays turn one Soul Ring, turn one Mana Crypt into Wandering Archaic, turn one, and then just completely copies everything else at the table. And it's um, that's a bad example because Wandering Archaic sucks in a CEDH deck, yeah. but I feel like it's different in a yeah, casual no. setting, yeah, right? I know what you mean. So the point still stands, right? I feel like those are the scenarios where then people will say, "Well, we should ban a bunch of these cards from you know Commander." If anything, that's just bad because now now no one can
2: play them and now that's less fun too right yeah i think the whole thing should i I don't know i want to play the powerful cards i don't want to i don't want to ban the powerful cards that was the reason that i came to cdh and to commanders because i get all the powerful cards still exist here to play i mean when the card gets to a point where it's breaking the entire game you can i have that conversation but i just we're nowhere near that right now i don't think we're anywhere near that yeah flash and i personally don't even think flash was the end of the world i've said before i kind of liked playing in a flash meta i thought that flash meta was fun this meta is different it's Maybe if anything faster than the Flash meta. I feel like there's a lot more ad nauseum right now than there was when Flash is around. Yeah, that's very true. So I, I feel like the format sped up since the Flash got banned, which is kind of like the opposite of what I think. I think a lot of people wanted to. Well, we happen. got jeweled Lotus since Flash was banned too, right? right? Yeah. And now
1: there's so many commanders that just combo with their commander that you know. It doesn't even matter about flash anymore. We just have other
2: ways that we can go really fast too. Yeah, but I like I like where the CDH format is right now. I think it's in a super healthy spot. I think the only thing that like would be like there are some things that I maybe would ban for a month just to try them out, or for a couple of games just to see what the format would look like if it were different. Like I would love to see what the format would look like with no partners. Just see which individual commanders rise to the top.
1: Oh, Oh. but
2: what would probably happen is Najila would be the best. Najila would be the best. Kenrith would be the second deck. All the five color decks would be really good. And
1: then, uh, then you have, like, a couple of other three-color decks that are good, but there's going to be no four-color piles. All those okay. are bad, because Jeweled Lotus is going to run this format.
2: And, yeah, Jewel Lotus is still going to be good, and so the five-color decks that can be cast off of Jewel Lotus, like Nigila, like, it's just, I think Nigila would just be the best deck by a mile if the partners got banned. Yeah. Even if Nigila isn't the second-best deck right now, I just think, like, Nigila would just be so much more, just, yeah. Najeela would have and everything.
1: Honestly, I think removing partners just forces everyone to play worse decks all the time, right. is the other thing, too. Which is like, not
2: what you want, like... And part of me is like i want everything to be more diverse if you get rid of partners maybe get more diverse but i don't think you will no, you'll just I don't get don't like so three really good decks the partner what partners do is allow you to play thrasios timna thrasios bruise you can play oh you can split them all up and mix yeah. them all up so you can create that diversity and switch them up but still containing the power of partners exactly right and it doesn't have to be thrasios it can be crom and timna right like
1: there's so much customization that can come with partners that it's actually my favorite aspect of the format yes yeah. is, is the partner pairings because i think that just having more things available to you is what also helps diversity increase as well because not everyone is going to play the best thing because it's the best thing even in a cedh setting i've said this before yeah but you know people are still going to have emotional attachments to different cards and for different reasons they're going to want to go to different decks even if it's not the most 100 optimal deck to play in a specific setting and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that but banning cards just helps restrict that and helps restrict that you know kind of personality aspect to EDH in general.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the same in other formats like Modern Legacy. There are def- definitely like the best deck and second and third best decks and after that there are 10 to 15 other decks that are playable. At any given time in Modern Old Legacy, every time I check, there's different decks that right. you can play. You know what I mean? Like, yes, the same couple of decks are going to always be present at the tops, but there's always going to be other decks, and CDH is no different. Yeah, so.
1: there's going to be a lot of decks you play based off of a call, and there's just going to be, like I said, a lot of other personality stuff that comes with, you know, people playing their decks. I um, mean, people just grow attached to them, so— so again you see i feel like i feel like uh, trying to do a whole podcast based around that isn't gonna work out either because there's just these it's all these like just tiny little short topics that come up when we talk about cards that we could play in commander but we actually can't like these weird rule zero scenarios what do you think about playing non-legendaries in the command zone uh i don't think about it yeah that's i talked about a Godsire deck once and oh, then i was sure. just like i don't want to go into a pod where someone's gonna bitch about me having a Godsire deck and then i can't play it
2: yeah i feel like that probably wouldn't happen though i feel like no one's gonna have a problem with you playing Godsire.
1: Nah, no probably not but you never know just in case like the rules are there for a reason
2: yeah so right so like that's another thing like something that you you could
1: do and some other kind of theory that people have talked about but there's really not a lot of a lot behind it i don't think it would be huge which is funny because a couple weeks ago, we were just talking about like what a five-color ragavan deck would be.
2: Yeah, we were talking about that. I think we maybe gave some people a little bit of hopes that we would do something like that. But, but
1: it's not really something we have much of an as interest we're, in.
2: As we're figuring out in these pre- uh, chats that we're having before yeah. we record the podcast we don't really care about changing the, the ban list very
1: no. much no i hope that a lot of people don't get up get upset with us for saying like yeah we're just not gonna do a rule zero game so <laughs> maybe i'm glad that we're saying all this before we start recording the podcast right. and then yeah, we yeah, don't, don't have to make worry about mad. it yeah, yeah don't, don't want to make
2: make mad when we record the podcast
1: we're upset. yeah we'll just keep them lingering right we'll just keep dangling that carrot in front of them yeah.
2: this whole thing we've been talking about what we don't want to talk about on the podcast, we could talk about on the podcast but we just that's not the part of commander that we care about for for me the part of cdh and commander that i care about is the gameplay is what we have in front of us the tournament results things that i could play within the rules that we have right yeah. now i think that's what i'm thinking about constantly is like what can i tweak to corvold nonstop? exactly not like, i'm never thinking about like what would happen if i could add white to corvold that's just not like I or don't if, care. like you balance
1: don't. was in the format, right? right? Yeah. like that's just it's those not, are thoughts. I are,
2: yeah, I it, don't, I don't think about that.
1: Neither do I, right? I, I will only start to think about something else when something changes with the format, right? When new cards come into the format, if something does get unbanned or banned, then yeah, I'll be happy. But to, to, to think about it then. But I mean, otherwise, theorizing, I'd, I'm not into the, the, the theory of that side. I want facts. I want statistics, and I want what I can play right now.
2: Yeah, I. That's what I also. That's that's what I'm thinking about too. Okay. Well, I want to make sure
1: that we thank everyone for watching, and if they like to support us, they can do so at Patreon, like our $100 patrons, Baby G Bus, and Demon of Ross. That's Grace. a great idea.
2: Once we do record the podcast, yeah. we'll make sure to let them know that they can get any merch at to playtoanmtg.com.
1: We can't forget to shout out Dragon Shield, our sponsor. Right. Um, and I. I Think we'll also need to make sure that we tell people that there's an affiliate link down below. We That's can't a very forget good that point.
2: either. And then we'll make sure to let them know about Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, our social media, that they can follow us there too.
1: Oh, we have a website too, Play to Win MTG, there you can go get your Play to Win merch over there too. All right,
2: and I did say that before, but when the podcast, when we do that, I'll just say it the one time. You don't have to say it. Oh
1: time. yeah, no, that makes sense. I thought you said something else, but I feel like I always do that.
2: <laughs> You've done it once before, only. Is that it? Right, just but, but once that was when I'm... we were recording, not when we were not recording. That's so. true. Thank God I got this flub out right now before we start. <laughs> And recording, and then we'll just thank them for watching once we start recording. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. Yeah, so we'll say like, "Welcome to the Play to Win Podcast, where we talk about winning in CEDH." I'm Cam, and I'm Dylan. Great, and we'll get into and then and then we'll start taking it from there. Okay, I'll, I'll hit record. All right, and on that one. Special shout out to the $50 patrons here AJ Albosebi, Stashes, Mitchell Shepard, Justin, Man Solo, Nikola Marakovic, Steven Schlichty, Big TP15, That Green Guy, Isaiah Briliski, Pedro, C, Jacob Depp, Michael Ballou, Jan Wildfang, Thomas Bueno, Swampy McGee, Lauren Connell, David Nelson, and Jormags. Thank y'all.
2: I love you, and I would love to see you. We're doing a, a bit. We're doing, a, a bit. The, we're doing the whole podcast is us talking about what the podcast is, should be about. Yeah, we are. Yeah, the podcast is so, so I'm going to keep this
1: in because it's going to make it seem a lot more fluid. I'll have to cut some of it, but luckily we can, like, jump
2: around to the both of us. I was asking and you said no. You don't have to, you don't have to repeat your whole thing. What do you mean? What do you think? What, the, what do you mean? Our verbiage was probably very confusing. We're great actors. Yeah. Yeah. we're, We're brilliant actors. That's why.